The late opposition leader Alexei Navalny's mother has a message for Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. She wants Putin to release her son's body. Let's get a closer look at this still-developing story. CBS News correspondent Chris Livesey is with us. Chris, what do we know about where Navalny's body is? Well, presumably it's in the Arctic penal colony where he was uh, sentenced and where he uh, reportedly died. But the family says they still don't know that. They went to the morgue. They went to outside the penal colony itself. And so far, they've they've come up empty-handed. They accused the penitentiary authorities of giving them the runaround. And ultimately, as you just heard the mother of Alexei Navalny say, this is entirely up to Vladimir Putin. However, authorities say they're going to hold on to the body wherever it is for at least two more weeks while they perform, quote-unquote, chemical analysis. But uh, the, the family isn't accepting that. They say they're simply coming up with excuses in order to let so much time go by that it'll be impossible to perform a proper autopsy. In other words, they're waiting for the traces of whatever actually killed Alexei Navalny to go away. In fact, the widow of Alexei Navalny, uh, Yulia Navalnaya, accused uh, the government just yesterday of waiting for the traces of Novichok to go away. Novichok, if you'll recall, is that nerve agent that uh, Alexei Navalny ingested back in, in 2020 when he was traveling uh, traveling in Russia shortly before he had to be exiled in order to get uh, treatment in order to survive uh, that chemical attack. Right. So essentially the family accusing the Russians of a cover-up, they believe uh, that he was he was poisoned. What else is his widow saying? And is Chris, is she becoming sort of the new opposition leader in her husband's place? She is. And uh, she's been quick to say that that's not what she wanted. She's she's tweeted out that she wishes more people would comment on on her husband and his work than on her right now. But, uh, you know, she was always called the the first lady of the Russian opposition. And uh, she's filled that void now with her husband's uh, passing. She she made it very clear that she is going to pick up where her husband left off fighting for a free uh, Russia. And so, yes, for better or for worse, you know, she's always preferred to sort of stay in the background, insisting that her role is, was to be a, a wife and, and a mother to their two children. But now with her with her husband gone, she's taken his words very seriously, you know, as if speaking from the grave a couple of years ago, he was interviewed for a documentary in which he told his supporters, if they kill me, you cannot give up. You don't have the right to quit. You have to keep on going. And that's something that his entire experience behind bars really personified. You know, he was always positive. Any chance you saw him in front of the cameras, I mean, of course, he was living in horrible conditions. He was, by most reports, malnourished. He was exposed to the extreme cold. We're talking about a penal colony that was hundreds of miles north of Moscow, deep in the Arctic Circle. And these these were conditions that were life-threatening without Novichok. In fact, that's why the Biden administration has laid the blame squarely on the Kremlin, even while it admits it doesn't know the exact cause of death because it was on the Kremlin's watch in these conditions uh, that he that he died. 
but Navalny made it very clear that his opposition had to go on even after death. And now his wife has taken those words very, very seriously. CBS News correspondent Chris Livesay as the White House plans to announce new sanctions against Russia in the response to the death of Navalny.